Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays! Welcome back to another episode of Authors on the Rise with me, your host, Jaden McCabe. If you're new to the show, this podcast was created to help people learn more about new authors and just how much storytelling has changed in the past few decades, usually towards a more progressive and contemporary light. This episode is dedicated to Kyla, who suggested today's book. Now, once again, this podcast is sponsored by Late Night Literature, so please feel free to check out their other podcasts with the link below. Now, let's get started. Most recent novel, The Vanishing Half, follows the story of twin girls who are very light-skinned, black girls who run away from their small, light-skinned, black town in Louisiana during 1954. After only about a year, they both split up, and one of the twins, Stella, begins to start passing as white, marrying a white man and then moving to a wealthy white suburb of Los Angeles. The other twin, Desiree, marries a very dark-skinned black man, has his child, and moves back to the same town she was born in. The story follows what happens after they split up, the loss of family, and the interwoven future of their separate lives. It deals with grief, loss, colorism, and racial bigotry that spans almost 50 years. The book has received copious amounts of praise since it was released in June of this year. Not only was the book in the center of a bidding war to be made into a miniseries, but it was also on Barack Obama's Books of the Year. Among other things, it's been nominated for the National Book Award of 2020 and Goodreads Best Historical Fiction. Bennett used her family history to begin crafting The Vanishing Half. She says that it was partly inspired by her mother, who grew up during the Jim Crow laws in Louisiana and eventually moved to California, just like one of the twins did in the novel. She said that by having one twin remain in the South, it was like exploring what her mother's life could have been like if she hadn't moved away and many of the jobs of the twin who stayed were similar to the jobs that Bennett's mother had during her life. Born in 1990, Bennett truly grew up in a new era of change. As a millennial, or someone who was around to remember the year 2000 and grew up with technology when it was becoming a big influence, the world was entering a rapid time of change, both politically, socially, and all things in between. She likely would have grown up learning all about the past and the horrible stories, while many of those things were still happening, synchronous to the rising activism in the early 21st century. And we'll be back to the show in just a minute. Thanks for your patience. I'm just going to take a minute and tell you about this new product that I am loving. It's called CatFed, and the concept is, is you buy a bed for yourself, and your cat just sleeps on it all the time. It's really, really effective for raising your happiness, making you and your cat feel calmer and more connected. Now, let's talk to a little furry feline who might have her own opinion. Thank you so much for your advice. 
please check out their website in the link below and let me know if you buy your own cat bed. Welcome back. So in the vanishing half, Bennett explores the effects that colorism and passing can have on people and communities. The twin girls within the story were born and grew up in a little town that solely consisted of very light-skinned black people. The town was founded on the idea of trying to engineer the population to have lighter skin, and the elders of the town would reinforce this by discriminating against the darker children who would come to visit and telling the children that dark boys meant nothing but trouble to girls. Bennett attempts to create a less judgmental tale of someone who decides to pass as white, something that was not uncommon during the time of segregation, but was frowned upon by black communities. The character of Stella demonstrates what kind of circumstances could drive someone to give up their past and family for more opportunities and a better life, as well as contrasting what little was available to black women during that time with her twin Desiree's experiences. By creating this juxtaposition between the two main characters, Bennett demonstrates an extreme grasp of what race, family, and history means to someone's future. Even though Stella, after she decides to start passing as white, objectively leads a more successful life, with a nice house, a loving husband, and a university education, she loses an incredibly important part of herself. When the twins split up, the duality that they have exhibited all their life begins to crack. As Desiree moves back home, although it might not be fancy, she begins to settle there, working at the town's diner, taking care of her mom, and her character begins to feel more at peace and less jumpy, like she did when she was a child. Meanwhile, as Stella leaves and decides to permanently pass as white, she becomes jumpy, nervous, and constantly on edge, a big change from the common collected girl she used to be. The effects of this are even more clear by looking at each of their children. Stella has a daughter, Kennedy, who is quite spoiled, self-entitled, and quite often bored with her life. Kennedy drops out of university to become an actress and moves around frequently between cities and relationships. Meanwhile, Desiree's daughter, Jude, is in medical school with her loving partner who she met in her first year of university, and Jude is kind, dedicated, and loyal. It's quite likely that knowing her family's past and given a sense of connection gave Jude a sense of purpose and made her feel more grounded in the world, while Kennedy has always felt lost because of the mystery surrounding her mother's past that never gave her a clear sense of identity. The characters feel so incredibly real and lifelike that it's so easy to see how they made each and every decision. By witnessing the consequences that followed, Bennett is able to make a clear connection between history and the present self by demonstrating that knowing who you are and who you are meant to be is one of the very few ways to feel at peace. By exploring colorism that exists in society, even still today, her characters feel even more realistic. It begs the question of what would you do if you were in the same situation? Could you give up your entire past, your history, and your family for the chance at a better life? And would you do it, even if it meant losing a part of yourself? Alright, well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you have any comments, suggestions, or requests for next week's book, please let me know below in the comment section, and I'll catch you next time for another episode of Authors on the Rise with me, Jaden McCabe.